Yeah. Perfect. Hey y'all, we're your Buttons Babes and we're back at you with another episode. y'all and i'm Alyssa Brayboy. um and um yes like we said back with another episode another episode um and if you if this is your first time joining us um our content like little trigger warning um can sometimes be triggering um but we have all agreed that we're here we're in a safe space we are assuming and agreeing that we're here to learn grow uh together and so sometimes um things get a little charged and a little activated so but yeah take everything we say with a grain of salt ish and maybe don't take it personally right that part or or do yeah um yes okay so also, we start with a push to start, something that pushed our buttons this week, whether it's good, bad, indifferent. Um, and I'm, I'm going to let you take it from here where I take a sip because it's been, it's, it, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so I kind of have like a, a good and a bad push to start this week. So Ooh. I'm going to start with a good. Okay. Um, I was home for a few days recently and had some great time with family and it was a really nice time to like connect and like remember like getting outside of, like, my, like, little bubble. Oh. Um, just to, like, get out and, like, realize, like, how obnoxious we are really here in L.A. sometimes. But, like, just to be somewhere and, like, chill. Mm. Um, that was super nice. My not-so-ideal push to start, because sometimes I just need to have something negative, um, did turn into a positive. Okay. okay. So I don't remember her first name or her last name. But there is a young woman who is a um, abortionist, healthcare, like pro, okay, choice, yep, supporter who like was mocked by Congressperson, Senator, political, a political person, yep, who should fucking know better, a grown ass man. Oh, I think I know. What you, continue. I, know, I think I know what you're talking but he about. He was like essentially like made a comment about her attractiveness to, in his eyes, which. Oh, that's not what, right? But so she... That's not what we're here for. ...has turned that, like, crude remark into, like, a million-dollar-plus donation (gasps) for, um... The donuts, right? It was... No, never mind. Question mark. Damn it. I just, like, I've seen bits and pieces of it on Twitter, and I've been like, what, like... It's irritating to me that still in this day and age, adult men are, like, commenting about, like, young women, like, in that way. Um... Just in terms, like, you're literally, like, your only value is, like, are you hot or nah? And, like, that just fucking irritates me. It's, it's irritated me always, but, like, it especially irritates me now because I'm, like, you're a fucking grown adult man. Like, like what are we? Up. But, like, the fact that she was able to pivot that and, like, use that to fucking raise money. It was yes. Just, like, okay, this is a, obviously the shitty part of the button, but, like, awesome. Like, I'm so inspired by, like, turning something that around because I feel like it's so easy to just like mm, well like 
Or yes, just like, woe is you know, me. Even like, not, not even what I was about to say. Like, not address it because, mm-hmm. like, I don't know how to handle it. That, that to to turn know? it on its axis and be like, no, okay, yeah, I'm gonna call you out on your bad behavior, and I'm gonna do something great with it. Yeah, and use it to further cause to further the, the cause. cause. Yes, yeah. um, I think it was the donuts. <laughs> I saw a tweet. So weird. Yes. I saw a tweet about a senator that was like, the only reason you have this much turnout is because you're giving away donuts or something like that or something that had to do with her size. And she's like, you know what? You're absolutely right, Senator. Like, for every donation, we're going to uh, donate something else. And it just escalated. Um, That I love when that happens. I can't say that I always do that. In terms of turning things around, um, but we try, we try, um, and we're learning. Uh, I need to try a little bit harder. Um, so let's see. My push to start uh, this week, y'all. So y'all saw the previous week we were testing out a Black Magic camera. Well, we finally have our own black magic camera. New camera who did. Yes. And so we're testing it out. We're playing with the settings, y'all. We're playing with the lighting. And we're doing sound, it, obviously. Right. We we are doing all of the things. Thank you for your patience. Thank and you for the feedback. Yes. Like we we are aware and we are growing here at Buttons. And like I flipped the fuck out. Like I also felt like a helicopter mom. While I was waiting for the camera that, to like, arrive, package, like hovering, you're like, okay, where is it? Now? Yes, I would check. It Any- has not moved in yeah. four hours. Any- Why? Anytime I had a moment, I checked the tracking on the FedEx thing. I'm like, okay, cool. It's in Bloomington, California. Cool. Where it's is that in- even? bitch. It was. It was like an hour away. I was so excited. I was like, oh my god, it's in Sun Valley. It's gonna be here today. And I would constantly check and then check outside. Open the door. It was like, okay, it's not here yet. It's cool. Let me focus. You know it's an exciting thing when you're checking the door without checking your phone. You're just yep. like, well, perchance. It's, it'll be there. And so it was so fun. Right? I came upstairs from the studio space and I was like, mm, camera's not here yet. I'm going to take a snack break. And texting and like, I, uh, about, I was texting someone about the camera and I stepped outside and there it was. And I immediately texted Alyssa and I was like, it's here! And started pulling it apart. It was like, and I felt so fucking proud. And I know it's it's our first piece of big equipment. and But it's small. Yes, and um, and it it's a big investment for us. Now there's content that we can shoot without needing, you know, a camera. Or I mean, I'm learning. I'm, I mean, we are gonna need a cinematographer. But like, I'm learning these things and being able to have that independence, and it just made me feel so good based off of certain situations that I have been in and had to you know, rely, not rely, but like collaborate with others. And it wasn't always bad, but like just knowing like I, (laughs) we can do this on our own. No, like I've learned so many things from the people in which we've collaborated with. Super grateful for the content that we created, but it feels different when it's yours, when it's your equipment. Uh, No one can say no. They can't take it from you. They can't hold it over your head. And it was just this proud mama moment for buttons growing, but also for myself as an artist, as a filmmaker, as a business person. I just, 
I was like, oh, I'm so proud. Like, like with the wallpaper also. I was like, I'm yeah. so. Uh, shout out for the wallpaper. Hello. Amazing. Just, oh my goodness. So my push to start was leveling up, getting this amazing camera, learning how to figure it out. If I have only a, you could see the camera. Right? But. Like, oh, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. She's beautiful. Um, and a lens that came with the camera, that felt super good too because that's a whole other story that maybe will be a Patreon. Oh, well, um, no, it's just it's just a whole other story, y'all. It is what it is. That's a whole other story. I felt great about getting like, the lens as well and, and making that decision of like, okay, this is what we're doing. This is, and the, the steps to come. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> Yes, felt super great about it. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful start. Yes. Um, and so now, y'all, we're going to dive over to our bun of the week. Um, last week, we touched on guilt. guilt and realized that guilt and shame go hand in hand. Uh, guilt is when you feel that you've done something wrong versus shame is when... Something Yes, like your whole self is wrong. And that was mind-blowing to me almost because I always thought guilt and shame were the same. Like it was just a synonym for, and I didn't really understand the nuance. And so navigating that in the times, well, the, the, the things that have made me feel shameful or like that there's something wrong with me as a whole person oh like throughout my human experience it's like like learning the difference between the two and navigating and and how to deal with them um I'm finding interesting um so I'm I'm trying to figure I'm like where are we where am I going with this mama help I mean help I really until like last week the difference between them so, okay like, I can't say that like my entire life I've been like navigating because I haven't really thought about them truly um and I last weekend read um yes Brene Brown Brene Brown's books that like really touched on shame and like guilt and I was like lol like perfect timing <laughs> great timing but like I it, it was just like so many lol I have not read it yet. It has been given to me, and I was like, "I'm I'm gonna try." There's no way um, right now. But I'm, I'm. What were some of your takeaways from from reading it? I mean, it was a lot of like weird situations and like takeaways that you can apply to, mm-hmm. to your life, and that was things like I read it quickly because I wanted to get it mm-hmm. for you to also read like ahead of you know, just so we were like able to share some stories through it so I didn't take a lot of like Mm. digestive notes which like are better but there's a there's a lot of like things that I think you'll like see that you're like I want to underline this like there's a lot of a lot of things that I wanted to underline but it really it helped me kind of like understand my relationship with shame and okay like I have a lot of it and and that was like to me I was like oh these are like parts of my personality or this is just like who I am but like reading it kind of helped me like oh like that's just like actually like a shamed part of me but like that's not actually like my full whatever for that um it was it was a trip 
Okay. But it was like I'm like a I'm a perfectionist. So oh, like that ten, ten part relate. of the book was like like accepting imperfection something about imperfection so So, is that do you feel that is where your shame comes from a lack of being perfect saying like sometimes that's where it comes from I Um, see I I want to say that's like all of my shame okay like definitely some of my shame comes from like not being able to to meet like standards that I've set or that like there's like an imaginary set standard for things Mm. um that's interesting like I Oh, sorry. It makes yes. me really uncomfortable. <laughs> like, I didn't think I would be sharing this motherfucking story. Um, and I mean, okay, we're here, whatever. So, because <laughs> we did guilt last week and I've been able to sift through and be like, oh, these are the things that I have felt guilty for over the course of my life. Um, and I was trying to think of some of the things that have made me feel shameful. And so I... We have been watching How to Build a Sex Room. Amazing show, 1010, recommend, go check it out. And there was an episode with a couple, Brody Danger and Betty or Brett, no, uh, Betty something, I can't, uh, um, and. Question mark. Yes, yeah, the, sorry, they were great. Um, And so they we're talking about their relationships ex- experiences in terms of being um, Brody sees themselves as queer. Um, and Betty, I believe her name was, was talking about how she had in relationships only ever been with cis men. And like, because that's what she thought she had to do and that's what she wanted and that was the like societal norm and it was fine it was great like it's but um she and she's into the kink space and there are certain and she's she had this realization that something was missing for her and not even just in kink but in like her relationships and Brody was the first um and I do believe that they go by, they are they, them. Um, I'm not okay. sure if, yeah, I don't know if they're non I actually don't know if they're non-binary or gender fluid um, okay. because I, I'm, uh, y'all correct me if I'm wrong. I think that they, them covers both in, in terms of like the, what Pronoun. you, your pronouns are. Um, I have no idea. And so, but, and, and she described this click in her and I could see her get so emotional like in a like in a happy but sad way of like discovering that there was something in her that she let go of that shame of who she actually was and is and the things that she wants and wants to explore um in her life and relationships but also sexually and yo something in me just like was guttural I was sitting on the couch and I was like I don't like it here. I don't <laughs> like it here. Were you watching I, by yourself or were you watching with someone? I was watching with someone. Okay, I mean, just in the sense of, like, when we've been, a couple times when we've watched that, that show, I, like, am, like, wow, I, like, am going to another level with myself here. And I'm, right? like, I'm like, I hope I'm not talking out loud. Like, you know how sometimes you, like, say things out yes. loud and then you're, like, <laughs> I, I just said that so that's what I was like oh shit were you watching it with someone no no I kept like, it to myself but I could feel 
I know my body language was palpable. Yeah. Like in terms of, I was like, oh, I was like, Alyssa, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. There was something in me that I was like, fuck, I relate. And this is something that I know I'm going to need to talk about in therapy because I, there was something in me that felt so shameful in that moment, but also related to, I was like, I'm, I've been in semi relationships with women and have slept with women, but <laughs> like, yeah, like it's been real complicated y'all. But all of my like long term monogamous relationships have been with men. And like, and something in me was like, well, we'll explore it when you're ready. We'll explore it when <laughs> you're ready. You're ready. And I mean, just that's fair yeah, to and, tell yourself. And felt icky but seen at the same time. It was the I was like, oh I was like question mark. Is that shame? Like I in that moment I did feel it's like something's wrong with me. And I, but knowing, I'm like, no, nothing's wrong with you. Like, it was weird because I had two voices talking to me in that moment, two feelings. Like, there was so much duality happening and so much uncomfortableness. And I was like, huh, I'm just gonna. You're like, I'm just trying to sit here. <laughs> right, I just want to watch this show. Anything. I'm very activated right now. And I'm just, nope, mm -mm, I don't like it here. And, but cool, dope, moving on, please and thank you. And I'm realizing that that might be a no not not might be it is the way in which I have dealt with shame throughout my life is a suppressing it and also being like I'll address it when I'm ready or no there's nothing wrong with me or like I know I'm not perfect but like this is who I am like in, in terms of uh, for a while until like therapy and sitting through and figuring out why I've cheated on every partner that I've been with. Like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I felt guilty for doing the thing, but there was also, also a shame attached to it of there's something wrong with me in terms of being able to be faithful and loyal or be a good partner. I'm like, I'm not good enough for that kind of love. Yeah. And being, and being like, okay, so I'm going to sit in the shame and further perpetrate, no, further perpetuate um, this, this stigma that I have in terms of, and almost in this weird, like proud, shameful way, like I like saying out loud, I think there is a shameful piece of me that used to be like, get maybe even joy out of saying that I've never not cheated on someone i mean i feel like some of our patterns for sure like there's like somewhere there's uh, uh the exit the exit oh yeah another book reference so good um i mean it, it talks about that and i think i mean i for sure have like ugly cried in the mirror just because mm. i was like feeling some type of sadness way and been like i need to watch myself ugly cry for 30 seconds you know like this like I mean, you're you're honestly going through something, mm -hmm. and like that's why you have this like heavy outpouring of feeling. But like also for whatever reason, I'm like, yeah, I want to like see that I'm like feeling something. Yes, you know, like that oh. happens rarely, but like sometimes it happens, and I'm like, okay, psycho, like. <laughs> There's something to that. I do that often, but Misery like Misery Loves Company. Yeah. I mean, we like. I feel like secretly, 
to be in pain sometimes. Oh, yes. Um, or, like, some of the most ridiculous reasons. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, Self-sabotage is real. Um, <laughs> like, I, so, in terms of, I'm, I'm, I think we all are figuring out how to deal with our shame and work through it. I mean, something that's been great for me and probably a lot of people is therapy. Um, so, but I'm, I haven't really touched like much on shame, like in therapy. Really? I I mean, like literally only up until last week, like, did I know the difference? So like, it's not something that like I've regularly talked about or been Don't you think you like skate across it? Like if there are things, I mean, not, not consciously. Oh, that's the thing. Like it literally, like that's like I was reading. I see. So many things were coming to like so many things were happening in my brain because I was like, oh wow, these previous moments or like these scenarios are like I am you know these types of ways because of that literally. But like I didn't, I wasn't aware that like that it was actually that. You know what I mean? Okay. I was like completely ignoring that like elephant. In the room mm-hmm. at compartmentalizing all those, yeah. like we're gonna put yes. this over here I don't want to feel or deal with you I can function and we'll touch it yeah, later. like I'm like literally like think parts of my personality I'm like oh that's literally developed out of shame like mm-hmm. oh fun and also my therapist was from Matt Lee so like oh wait, wait okay well what you what you doing bitch well how do, do you get a do you get a stand-in yeah, so now I have to decide if I want to break in a stand-in or just wait until she's back. How long? Like four months. Damn. Good for her. That's amazing. It's I important. Know. But, wow, that's like until the end of I'm the sorry, year. i three months. I, I just so, did that again. Um, that's the end of the year. Y'all, we're about to be in August. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that. Um, but, like, yeah, so that's like, I mean, for the. It's a small amount of instances that I've been aware of, like, my shame. Mm. Those for sure have either been, like, yeah, push it down and, like, don't deal with it. Or, like, I'm going to, like, figure out how to deal with this. And, like, some of them have, like, then brought in the guilt of, like, why am I ashamed if this is who I am? Those kinds of things. But, like, I can't give you a lot of examples. I was, how do you, like, you're in my brain. I was like, can you, do you have an example of a positive thing that you have felt shame about like that you have twisted uh, i feel kind of like more recently i've set boundaries for a few things that like i have felt like oh i should maybe verbally go back on them but i Mm. didn't and like the initial shame of like i once upon a time opened myself up to this closed the door I'm seeing what I might think is like a negative result of me closing that door for that thing. Okay. And then having a moment of like, oh, I should have, you know, gone back on the boundary that I set. And then after a little bit of time, realize like, no, that's okay. Like mm. the boundary was accepted by that person. Right. Or like, you know, whatever. And, and nothing bad resulted from it. So like then I felt a little like, oh, like I need to, you know, not backtrack myself oh like because then you're literally that's only like one thing that i can like that like just came to me right right. now so i don't have a ton of like because in that instance like also i'm really burping today (laughs) 
Um, in that instance, I'm, I'm trying to think my thought process is the opposite of shame is acceptance, right? Like what, like in order to overcome that shame, like facing it, accepting who you are, where the fuck you are, all of that. Um, but sometimes shame de- can also be in the wrong. Yes. And like, uh, and uh, part of that is also, we're not doctors or therapists or anything of that nature we are sharing right like um um part of it is reprogramming that through through therapy through you know um self-awareness and self-care self-love all of that um but I lost it. Damn it. It'll come back. I'm going to catch that train. It's going to be totally fine, y'all. Um, inter- um, and, oh, accepting that that's where you are. And so by going backwards in it, you're just further possibly keeping yourself in that shame cycle. Is that what you meant in terms of like not going back? <laughs> what and- are you saying? <laughs> Never mind. Moving on. I am deep in this this overanalyzing of the shame um, because my example, all of that, I was like, how do I find my way to my example? Um, here we are. I'm just going to go there, y'all. Is um, Part of me feels like it's a really thing. It's a really silly thing to be shameful about. Like it's a positive thing. Um, I realize in and been called out on it a handful of times, I have a really hard time with how I shine, like, and feel ashamed about how loud I am, how, you know, like, open and out there and just go get her. Like, I'm, there is something for, and I do believe I'm working through it and it has gotten better and I'm stepping into my power and my shame. I mean, not my shame. I'm stepping into my power and my shine. But I used to be real motherfucking insecure about just being. Because uh, you're a little different, right? And when you're different, you stand out and people, I mean, as much as like everyone wants to blend in, I think at the same time, everyone wants to be in some way so like Mm. someone who is unapologetic or even if they are semi-apologetic someone who still like allows themselves to stand out in whatever way is like I mean it's inspiring but it's also like okay well maybe like what makes you so you know I mean there's oh oh yes also are suppressing something because you're not confident enough to try to stand out like someone else or like you want to and you've tried but you didn't succeed or something so i mean jealousy i think puts put allows for someone to shame someone else yes i was about to say like that that mirrored insecurity in someone else like and again i'm not a doctor right (laughs) we we talking about the things and the buttons and the pushing of the feelings um but that that mirrored insecurity, like put shame on the other person, like shaming them for being who they are because that other person is dealing with some amount of shame and is not okay with who they are. And it's a reflection of themselves in that person of like, oh, I want to be 
that or and like yeah, or and who does she think she is yes like if you're comfortable being loud in spaces that like people are normally like for whatever reason feel that they need to be hushed and you're like oh i'm not you know then yeah it's like are we allowed are we allowed to not you know i mean right that's people who, <laughs> who who don't know i mean like i think um we were talking earlier this week and i had someone had gone against the grain within my company oh yes and I first was a little miffed like why can't you just toe the line the flow and then i was like wait you know okay you are standing out here and like that's making a difference so like mm-hmm. okay yes rather than be tired i can be obnoxious or like i can just like you know to myself right? like i can learn from this and that moving forward i mean you know like that kind of thing so people people will be people will be people and they, <laughs> they will, will shame you if yes you, if they're jealous of you if, if for, you let them like they're yeah. silly story silly super like story because i've also like i think i'm overcorrecting in some spaces now that i'm in therapy and like creating boundaries and like using my voice um, and I, I'm trying to check myself appropriately in terms of like, am I overcompensating? Like when, like on two occasions, um, working out, I um, love my Habibi fam. Um, and I know it was a joke and I know it came from a place of love, but one of our, um, like, classmates was like Alyssa shush you're so loud I'm like yeah yeah I am I'm not gonna be shushed Da-da-da-da-da-da. and I was like whoa you calm like down went on, like, I d- about it. I'm like no like yes I know I'm the most and I'm super this or that and um I recently went to see a fucking terrible movie um um a screening of um this independent feature film um and the person that I went with they were like shh Alyssa stop. I'm going to put you in the car. I'm like, I can't, what you gonna put everyone else in the car. That's having the same visceral reaction to this movie that I am like, and I sat there. I'm like, am I doing it again? Am I doing that thing where I am overcompensating for like being like shushed and put in a box and feeling small and like stepping into my power instead of sitting in shame. Like, and so it's that interesting, like, like recalibrating of being aware of self because there has been some serious corrections um and, and I'm like oh okay and but it's like in the same time I'm like oh, well bitch this is like this is where you are this is who you are like who you are and you're always we're always going to be growing and evolving and learning and finding like and experiencing new things that we're either like guiltier about or that you know instill shame and so like I'm learning it's important to like know and identify what those things are so that you can work through and move past them um and so I'm interested to continue to push the button and figuring out and talking about the ways in which to handle them, identify. Like, how do you handle like a shame moment, like a a recent shame moment? Oh, saying that I'll deal with it when I'm ready to deal with it. I'm kidding. kidding, I'm kidding. Y'all I'm kidding. Um, how have I dealt with the shame? moment? a lot of what I've been doing lately is getting still with myself. 
and like being quiet and listening, whether it's, you know, feeling my feet on the floor or like sitting down and actually getting on the ground or like going outside and grounding like on the earth um, or even like having a moment of looking at myself in the mirror and having a conversation and be like, hey, dead ass y'all. I talk to myself. She has so many mirror conversations. If you're having, if you're talking to Alyssa, you're actually talking to her through the mirror. Yeah, like I'm so many conversations with myself in the mirror of like, hey, yo, like what, I love you, what's going on? Or... Um, and just locating where I am and where that's coming from and what the root of it is. Um, and not so much sitting in this is happening to me, like, or, like, um, stuck. yes. And it's like, okay, what, like, this is information, like taking it as information, um, and being like, okay, How what did you? Oh. <laughs> were you ever in situations where like you weren't able to be unstuck or like how did you get to the point where you could be unstuck or have you always to your recollection of like being shamed or like finding yourself ashamed mm-hmm. ashamed, mm-hmm. ashamed like yeah have you always been able to like pivot away from sitting in the shame puddle or like when did you yes that's a like as soon as you asked me it was I didn't realize that I was doing that or that I could do that there are still some things that I have to go back and revisit that like pop up and I'm like oh really I thought we had moved past this feeling in this like what we're back okay clearly we like I have I've always whether okay Rather, I have compartmentalized that shame and moved past it and be like, look, like it's, we're going to deal with it when we're ready to deal with it. This is where you are, um, but I can't handle this right now. And I have things to do or I'm just, I'm not in the space to move past it. That has been a way that I have dealt with by not dealing with shame um and like oh yes like that sometimes that is exactly where the fuck i am where other people are like it's just like nope i'm not there that's it Mm -hmm. i am aware that i am not aware or i'm aware that i cannot right now and that's okay um hopefully we'll get there one day um it and the other side of that is like accepting and like telling myself like okay well hey i still love you Good, bad, ugly, and different. Yeah, like I still, I'm like, yo, okay, I get that we feel this way. And like people in your upbringing have made you feel this way or you have made yourself feel this way. But okay, what are we going to do about it? What are you going to do with this information, Alyssa? Um, And it has been like, that is what gets me unstuck and makes me like, I'm real motherfucking optimistic. And so like I get excited about the the challenge or the lesson of like, okay, what are we going to do about it? Um, I don't like this. I don't like where I am. I don't like who I am in this moment, but this is who the fuck I am. Um, and so for me, when it has come to shame, it's a matter of accepting it and then finding the way if I want to do anything about it, I'm like, okay, so we change and we start to do things different that are uncomfortable. We start having uncomfortable conversations. You take your ass to therapy, like you set boundaries, like 
I'm like, oh, okay. Um, and so I'm, I don't like, I'm someone who doesn't like to be stuck for very long because I need to move forward. Um, and so learning, learning how to sit still with myself was its own whole process because, because I constantly want to be moving, but I'm like, oh, in order to move, sometimes you got to sit the fuck down and be still. Um, and so that has been off the top of my head, the two ways that I have dealt with, with shame and like getting unstuck and being able to do that and just acceptance has been really big. And I don't think that came along for me, like truly understanding that until yoga like came into my life. Yeah. So much of like things that I didn't even realize that helped save my life, helped like me move through things by my practice. Like, oh, like yoga is actually the fake yoga. Like yoga is how you show up and what you do and apply those things off of the mat. And so it's been interesting to see the parallels in my practice and to what's going on in my life in terms of like getting into a pose or moving through something, falling out of it. Like, and I'm like, oh, fuck. All right. It's like, it makes so much more sense or you hate it so much more when it's like IRL and you're like, this is what it means to Mm. Things. Mm-hmm. This is what it means to get back up when you fall out of a pose. Great. I love that. Slash so hate it. Yeah, yes, like, slash and sometimes just the breath, just breathing. I'm like, well, right. how simple and stupid. Like, I feel stupid sometimes. I'm like, oh, I just have to breathe. Literally the most simple thing. Right? That we do unconsciously. Also unconscious. Yeah, like we do it in our sleep, so we're not thinking about it. Um, anyway, um, so y'all, I'm curious. What are some of the ways in which you have dealt with and moved through shame? Um, and did, yes, did you know what shame was? Oh, in, yes. Did you ask similar to me more recently? Become a little bit more aware of what it is. Um, yeah. When did you? That's a great question because I'm as I've gotten older there's a lot of things that I I knew I didn't know or that I'm no like I'm realizing now I'm like oh my god to be an adult and to be a human and just like yes and like self-awareness just or, or even just awareness of the way in which you move in the world is a whole other like meta is it meta not meta with um yeah, meta fucking conversation. And I'm like, oh, God, sometimes just so analytical and and just overanalyzing. But, like, still, I find um, valuable and entertaining and enlightening and just there. there's some wisdom that's happening, y'all, and some gray hairs. So, um, yeah, <laughs> like with wisdom. Okay, nope, never mind. <laughs> So anyway, we're moving on to our push replay because, because I said, I don't want to go okay, here so anymore. so we're in another room, like tangent. That, yes. that part. Okay, so today we're pushing replay on a topic versus a comment. Mm. So this is being pulled from a previous button of the week, feeling your feelings. 
Um, okay, so I didn't put the timestamp on here. We will have that for you in the description. That part. Um, but you and I are having a conversation mm-hmm. about like when you kind of accept and recognize that you are in a toxic relationship, and um, this I this is a tangent that I'm going off on. So that's why I was like, let's pick let's pick back up on this tangent. The things that we said were going to be buttons (laughs) that haven't been buttons yet. So here we are. So when do you, when you, when you recognize and accept that you're in a toxic relationship and it's not going to work, how long did it take to get there and, and why? And, and I can speak for myself here. I'm going to need you to do that first. (laughs) So... I, the previous toxic relationship that I that like the, that sparked this the most for me, I think, like looking back and like as I was reflecting when I accepted, oh, I'm in this situation, mm. and how did I get here? You're like, oh. I was like, wow, I've actually been here for for longer than oh, I. Oh, that you'd like to admit? Yeah. And it was kind of like at some point when things, for me, like I recognized like, oh, this feeling actually was this toxic relationship, not just like Oh, not a feeling. Oh. Yeah, it was like a a numbness or just like um, a complacency that kind of happened. And like I, I wasn't in a relationship with a person anymore. I was in like a relationship with being right. Oh, damn. Or like being calling out on things or on like trying to prove something to someone you were in a relationship with an idea yeah absolutely and and I like when I came to the realization of like this is not gonna like this is no longer what it was like what it started out to be what like we wanted it to be then it was really easy to also kind of see that person and like both kind of look at each other and be like, oh yeah, we're, this is, this is no good. This is no good. And it was like, I mean, there, there had to be like a straw that broke the camel's back for us to right. both like have that conversation of like, yeah, this is a no, like this is not going well for us. And then after we were able to have that conversation, it almost got better for like Damn. a hot minute, just in terms of like, we're both like, okay, cool. Like this is, we can work now. past like, it. We can be, we, not that oh, we yeah. passed it, but like we can openly talk about this, okay, and be on similar playing field about it versus like in denial or like just not wanting to talk mm-hmm. about it. And then we were able to like, be, I mean, not business as usual, but like proceed through things to get okay. to the, like, yeah, okay, well, we're clearly breaking up, so like. That's let's, you know, pick up and and move forward from here. That sounds like a very adult way of dealing with toxicity in a relationship. And it is I'm <laughs> I'm so happy for you like that. I'm like, oh, wow. Like in the I mean, like, it was there were there were moments. I, moments. Yes. And it's like I'm we're not like, going to talk about this. <laughs> to me, it, that is fascinating to hear how someone else has dealt with like, oh, I'm in this or like we're in this, what do we do? Um, because same, same, but different. Um, I realized 
it was always too late once I realized I was in a toxic relationship. Like, like I mean, it yeah, I mean, is. yes, but like it was also it was always the last blow, like the last like straw that like there there was always that thought, but you didn't want to admit. Like, um, I mean, it's like when someone cheats on you, like, you know, in the back of your head mm-hmm. when it's happening to you and like, you know that, you know, but like, you also don't come out and say it yet or you don't. Mm-hmm. Cause you're, you're not, you yourself are not ready to admit that and go there and feel those things. Cause you're like, nope, it's safe over here. It's comfortable right here. I don't want to deal with this. Um, but in every case for me, it was the last blow in my last relationship it like they had said a few things out of their mouth that just could not be taken back and I knew and I was like oh we're done we're done and then in that moment I went back to all of the other times that things had come out of this person's mouth and I was like okay Okay, this is information. What are we gonna do? We're not. Yes, I'm like, it's like you knew. I'm like, yes, I fucking knew. Give me a second. We're dealing with this right here, right now. Um, and I think there might have been a piece of me that I mean, I most definitely allowed the behavior, and so like maybe because I myself couldn't take myself out of that toxic situation because I had yet to establish boundaries and a certain like level of self-worth um, that I had to stay in it until I received a blow that was fatal. I and mean, rock bottom. Yeah. Like I'm rock bottom, if you will. I, I mean, I think that's, in most cases of, like, accepting those kinds of things, that's what it is, right? Like, a cheating partner, a partner who abuses you mentally or physically or emotionally, like, it, there is a, like, that's that was the last straw. I mean, mm-hmm. even, even not abuse, even just, like, a toxic, uh, you know, right? Whatever, like, there's, like, she did something that was just too fucking poo-poo-poo-choo, and it's, like... That's it that for shit, me. You know? That's I mean, a no for me, dog, yeah. I, I don't know... I can't think of any examples personally, but like I also don't know anyone who was like, oh yeah, like it was okay, but it was not, you know what I mean? Like, right? There, there is like a point that you're like, Man. no, I could, pu- I could put up with a lot of shit, but and I think this we all isn't for yeah. love, or I mean, for comfort, for like that's we just aren't aware of other options for like, well, this was supposed to be my option, this was my right? plan. I mean, or, that was for me, like. This, is this the was plan. it. It we was had you. Five year plan. We had the ten year plan. Like you know, we everything we had mapped out, and I had imagined this like, like what it was going to be instead of what it actually is. Yeah. I, that is a lot of it for me in terms of like what it looks like or what it's supposed to be or the potential of it. I fall in love with potential, yeah, potential a lot. Can be really seducing, and it was. Interesting because oh, with that one there was also like a layer of shame. It was like oh, I have to stay in this because I, I did this. Like if they can stay with me, stay with me through X, Y, and Z, then I should be able to stay through. And I'm like oh, wait a minute, but no, like, no, no. It's it's no. not a quid pro quo. Exactly, and Which so it's like hard to like not hard. It's an interesting thing to grasp. I think like in friendships, mm-hmm. like we put up with like 
X amount with family. We put up with like, I mean, the layers even higher with your partner. There is even more of that, like, we'll put up with whatever, like, for, yep. un, what is it, for better or for worse, like, mm-hmm. love, and, love, cherish, blah, obey, blah, 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 <laughs> like, like, death to us part, like, all of those things that it's like, I mean, yeah, like, especially with family, mm-hmm. being that you, like, you love your family, making that assumption, like, a partner who is supposed to be, like, your family, you're also, like, right. yeah, I'm going to put up with a lot It's going to be you. Attention. Like, I'm, you have made that commitment to that person because love is a fucking choice. In my, that, actually, that'll be a whole other ass fucking button. I just realized that is a big ass tangent. I mean, it can it, Yes, love can be or is a choice in terms of, like, but at what point, uh, never mind, y'all. I'm just realizing, like, nope, we can't go here. We can't go here. We can't go here right now. Um, in terms of, like, what you put up with, like, for love. Um, but there are certain things that are toxic and There's damaging. So I and, mean, I, yeah, I know myself that there are certain things that, like, to me are, like, red flags that mm-hmm. are, like, no, that I won't put up with that other people put up with. Yeah, those and are your boundaries. The same breath. There are things that other people won't put up with that I'm like, I don't, that has That no, doesn't even, doesn't even phase me. Yeah, it's not even on my radar. But, like, also things that I'm like, yeah, like, I'm aware of that. But, like, I will also put up with that for whatever. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, we're all. There's layers to that. There are certain things that I'm realizing right now, like, in just dating myself and, like, learning and, like, really sitting in, like, me um but and also like the 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 toe that I have dipped in and out of dating I'm like oh I I can't do that I don't want this this is a no for me dog like it it's becoming real motherfucking quick too I'm like actually but that's I mean that's what dating is mm-hmm. right like it's learning like I can put up with this I won't even go near that like I thought I could with this but like no I mean that's to, to me, I guess no. That's yes, like the best part of dating is learning what you want and what you don't yeah. want. It's getting, it's gathering information, and bitch, the download is real lately. I'm like, <laughs> oh my god. I'm like, okay, okay. And then sometimes I'm like, Alyssa, are you being? Nope, no, I'm not. I know what I want. I want all of it. I deserve fucking all of it. Um, and that is that. And with that being said. That is that, that is for that. this week because I just realized we were about to start a whole other motherfucking button on y'all. Um, so. Till next time. Yes. Do not forget to like, comment, subscribe, sign up for Patreon. Check Follow it, do, everywhere. Share. Um, comment. That part. Um, <laughs> have grace and patience with us as we figure out all of the technical things. Like, because it. It's amazing. In your grave. Oh, the eye trick, the eye trick. Um, But yeah, we're, I'm, yes. I'm proud of us. I'm excited. Um, We appreciate y'all and we will catch you next time. Bye.